This is The Ed Milet Show. Recruit, build, lead, and compete. Welcome back to Max Out with Ed Milet. I got him. Ah. I got E.T. Hey. <laughs> We're in the building, man. We're Appreciate so you, glad man. to have you here. Yeah. Thank you yeah. so much. Beautiful home, man. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Beautiful family, man. I feel, yeah, I don't do a lot of this, so yeah. those who know me know I probably have done two, three podcasts. Yeah, well, wow. So this is. That's yeah, this is special. And yeah. as good as it is to have you here, it's better to have Dee, Dee your yeah. wife, here with you. Definitely. Figuring it all out. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, no question. So thank you. Yeah, thank you. Here. So this is Eric Thomas, as you all know. And uh, in my opinion, you guys know that I've been speaking for a long time. I think this is an anointed, gifted, incredible communicator because it comes from your heart. You just, you're, you're outstanding. So this today, what I want to do, because I feel like people wanted to see me and you together. Okay. Well, they want to see you, okay. right? Uh, no, and, I, and I get a chance, but you know what I'm saying? And I want to talk exclusively today about you and about winning because that's what we want. I want to get to the point on it. So. I want to talk a little bit about you because this man sitting next to me spoken really is probably millions of people by this point, right? All over the place. And so how does a guy who drops out of high school, right? You dropped out of high school, right? How, a guy that grew up, talk a little bit about how you grew up. Tell me, tell them about that a little bit. And then how did you step into this space where you're this person of such big influence? Yeah, you know what, man? I was uh, talking yesterday for an event. And I was just asking people like, yo, when you get in the car, what's the first thing you look for? Like, and I got a GED, so I'm going to try to get deep. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's the first thing? And they say, well, you look to see how much gas is in the car. You know, and so for me, that's what it's all about, fuel. Hmm. And I didn't have a lot of it at 15, 16, because, you know, found out my mother lied. Hmm. Um, the person that was raising me wasn't my real father. Oh. I was yeah. actually raised by my real father, didn't know who he was. So I was with my grandma, my aunts, my uncles, you know, I was with his family, all my cousins. But they just say he was a friend of the family. You're kidding. Yeah, so my mom was sweet with it. Much respect for mom. Yeah, mom was sweet. My, mom's realized at a young age, she got pregnant with me at 17, had me at 18, and she was just like, yo, he's not the best influence for you. Oh, okay. You know, so she's like, yeah, we're just going to cut him off completely. You know what I'm saying? Like, he did completely. So I don't know how she pulled it off, but, like, I would be around him, around my family, wow. and it was always like this guy was a friend of the family. How old were you found this out? Uh, probably about 13 when I confronted my mom about it, you know, about 13. You know, so just homeless for a while, um, you know, sleeping in abandoned buildings, eating out of trash cans. Did you really? Yeah, eventually dropped out of high school. You know, it's like, yo, I was going to high school every day, but after a point, my boys was like, what are you going for? Like, you're not, you know, it's like. You were literally homeless, get up from wherever this yeah. homeless place was and went to high school. Then you're like, why am I doing this? Yeah, but I, I, I like school just because, mm -hmm. I mean, it's a safe place. You know, you got breakfast, you got lunch. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You have to worry about, you know, certain things happening when you were in school. Your friends, the social life was great. Yeah. You know, but my boys, and, and, and I'm not proud of it, but at that time, you know, guys were, you know, selling drugs yeah. and whatever. And they were just like, yo, E, we're out here making this money and you're going to school for what? Like, mm -hmm. what are you going, like, you're not doing anything. You're not going to Harvard. You're not going to Yale. Mm -hmm. You're not even going to community college with your grades. So you just need to just quit and let it go. You know, so eventually I dropped out and I started going to the church and, I, I'm not a religious person. Like, we didn't grow up in church. You know, I didn't grow up praying and all that. But I went to church just because, again, it was a safe environment. Oh. It was, um, and I think that was the first time I got turned on to inspiration. You know, you got this pastor, and, you know, all, all that stuff is positive. You know, you got the, um, the choir, the praise team. It's a free meal after each. Like, there's no meals like after church meals, you know. Uh, and so just being in church with my best friend in the whole wide world, he ended up introducing me to Didi at the time. And I think when I started dating Didi, 
that was the first time in my life it was like, yo, fuel. Wow. You know, it was fuel. It was like, here's this girl that's saying, like, yo, I got dreams and goals. Really? You know, she was the one with the always, dreams and goals. Always. Always went to school, did what she was supposed to do. Goody two shoes. Went to school, did what she was supposed to. She was the only child. It was just her and her mom. You know, she was very focused. And she was kind of like, yo, I like you. I'd like to have a future with you. But if we're going to have a future together, like, I can't, I can't date a high school dropout. You know, like, I can't be with somebody. So she decided, she got accepted into college. I'm going to college. If you don't get your GED and follow me, like, it's a wrap. So imagine, man, we are 16, 17, sitting on a curve. I'm homeless, high school dropout. Imagine being with this young lady and you're dreaming. Yeah. And you're, she's talking about, all right, when we get older, we're going to have kids, we're going to live in this house. You know, I'm going to be a nurse, you're going to whatever. And so for me, that was the first time in my life that it was like, yo, it go few. Like, yo, I could be something, I could do something. So, wow. yeah, that for me, that was, and it was like, yo, your dad is a high school dropout, your grandfather was high, and no disrespect, because my father and I have a relationship now. Okay. So, I don't, you know, I'm saying no disrespect to him, but he dropped out, he had kids by different, yeah. you know, my grandfather didn't finish, he had, and I just was like, yo, I want to win, bro. Whoa, I, I, I want to win. This woman who yeah. believes in yeah. you, yeah. sees this greatness Absolutely. in you, as a little girl still, really, though, right? That's, a, that's bananas. Probably more then than now. I doubt that. Not after being a rad. <laughs> She's seeing it now. <laughs> but will you, how do you, I'm just curious. I want to understand the story yeah. from me. Yeah. So you dropped out. Yeah. She's going away to college. Yeah. How do you end up graduating from Michigan State then? Like, that's not a little school, right? Yeah, like, yeah. So, yeah, so, so, you know, for me, what happens, one, that's amazing. It, you know, and I, and I want people to understand this, dream big, but get yeah. small wins, though. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You can dream big, but yeah. get the small wins. Okay. And those small, I'll never forget uh, hearing John Elway speak once. You know, John Elway was like, yo, I became great by being good over a long period of time. Mm. You know, mm. and so for me, it was, all right, Didi's leaving. She's going to college. If I can get my GED, that's, that's all I need to that's focus on right now is let me get the GED. And here's the thing I never realized. By having a girlfriend, it was like I'm not dating anybody that's selling dope. I'm not dating anybody that's, you know, violent. Yeah. You know, I'm not dating nobody that's carrying a gun. Mm -hmm. So for me. Those were wins. Yeah. So for me, it was like I didn't even know by being with her, it stopped me from doing some of the stuff that had I not had a purpose. Mm -hmm. I probably would have been doing what my boys were doing because I was with them. Mm. I just wasn't doing what they were doing. Mm. You know, so the GED was the first win. Okay. Then I ended up following her, going to college. Now, our first college was Oakwood. Went to a very small school in Alabama. Okay. But then after I finished that, mm. and I, I was speaking at the time, and so now universities are like, um, University of Cincinnati saw me, University of um, Louisville, Michigan State. So Michigan State came and said, hey, all these, uh, these guys like you, but we want to court you. Like, we want you to come get a degree and eventually work for the university. Okay. So I'm thinking high school dropout, you know, I got a four-year degree. Yeah. I go to Michigan State, like, I can make my mama proud again. I'm from Detroit. So it's U of M or it's Michigan State. Right. And so I'm like, yo, I can reverse this thing. My little sister went to U of M. Mm -hmm. So if I go to U of, uh, Michigan State, my mom, that's like house money. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. like mom could be proud of me again. Because, you know, of course, leaving home, yeah. you know, we get into it. You know, it was a point where my mom was kind of discouraged. Like, I didn't raise you like this. Mm -hmm. You know, so to go to Michigan State, get a master's degree, it's like, yo, I can make mama proud. And then when she came to the graduation all excited, I'm like, hey, I might as well get the PhD. You know, let's, let's just finish it up, bring her back one more time. And some of the pain that I caused her, I'm sure another degree is only gonna make her that, you know, much more. So I just say, man, start with the small wins. Well, wow, those end up being, I, you have your PhD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those are some yeah. big wins. Uh, I don't know, you know, I don't do the PhD, like, I don't talk about that and do that. 
But when I'm in school, I use that in the educational environment because it kind of helps me, so, you know, leverage my platform. So I'm curious. Obviously, watching you right now, there's an anointing, a giftedness with the way you yeah. speak and yeah. communicate. Yeah. God is good. Yeah, and you're good, and you've worked on that gift, yeah. too. One of the things I love that you talk about, talk about this just for a second, then I'm going to ask you about your speaking, but yeah. gifts like Didi, yeah. right, or like other gifts in your life don't always show up, as you say, in the packages you expect yeah. them to, Absolutely. right, or perfectly gift-wrapped. Some of the biggest gifts I've had in my life did not show up the way I expected them to, right? Yeah. Speak about that a little bit in yeah. people's lives. Yeah, I think for real, man, most of them, you know, and you got to be humble, mm -hmm. you know, and I think too many of us who've been blessed like we've been blessed, mm -hmm. people watch us and don't see the humility. Like they would prefer to see, you know, the confidence in us, you know, the passion yeah. and overlook like the humility. But it, when you're humble, that's how you see things that other people don't see. Like when you're humble, you see you are running water. You know what I'm saying? I've, I've been to other countries where wow. they don't have running water. Wow. You know, um, you know, we all have a roof already. This is a different type of roof. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But but you can look at this every day and see the water and just go like, yo, this is a gift. Because how many people have tried to do the exact same thing you tried to do yep. in the exact same way you tried to do it, and it didn't end up like this? Yeah. So I wake up every day like, yo, E, you've been married 20, somebody, you've been married almost 28 years. Like somebody took a chance on you. You know what I'm saying? And I'm being real. Like her mom was like, don't do it. Her father was like, don't do it. Like, what does he have? He doesn't have anything. That's a gift yeah. when somebody loves you when you don't have absolutely anything. And then now it's a gift to be with somebody who's not with me because yeah. I'm E.T. the hip-hop preacher, but yeah. really yeah. has been with me like in the good, the bad, the ugly. Yes. So I know this is my, my ride or die. So I think gifts are all around us, but some people aren't humble enough to say, yeah, I did work for this one. But this one, let's just be honest. Yes. I didn't work for this one. Yes. This was a gift from God. This was given to me. Yeah. And I, and I got to be humble and be grateful. I got to tell you how similar you and I are, because I know you haven't seen this, but like, Speaking of running water and be, having humility, right? Because when people see outwardly confident people, they can mistake that. Yeah. I think sometimes dudes like you and I that have this yeah. outward confidence, yeah. it's because we've had to work on ourselves so damn much too, right? Like I, I was not born super confident, right? Yeah. I had enough things in my life. But when I was early on in business, when Christy and I were first married, I got my power turned off, car repoed, all that stuff that can happen to you. Yeah. I went backwards first, but the worst thing that happened was my water got turned off. Mm. So you can have power turned off, phone turned off, you can survive. You get no water. Let me tell you, you can't bathe, you can't cook. And we would have to get up in the mornings. I'm a newlywed. We'd have to get up in our apartment. I'd walk my new bride down the stairs. We would take a shower at the pool and just like I'd stand in front of there because there was no curtain. It's freezing cold so that we could shower in the morning and then we would get up, right? And go, I'd have to go out to work that day and pretend like some successful dude. But the point I'm, is like if the ocean here, clearly, I go, that's a gift. Yeah. But there are a lot of mornings, not every morning, I'm not going to lie to you, but a lot of mornings, honestly, the gift is I pull that shower faucet and water comes out Absolutely. of it. I'm serious. And I go, oh, man, thank you, Lord, right? Because you didn't have it, it. now you're, you know, you're able to reflect. 100%. Yep. 100 that's, that, I just want to emphasize how awesome that point is because yeah. I've lived that and I still live it. And even before we were on camera, you and I were talking about our speaking and we're critical yeah. of ourselves. We're yeah. trying to get better yeah. all the time. time. Fight for that little yeah. bit of a difference. Yeah. When did you know you had this? Because I, I look at someone like you, there's a gift there. Okay, the Lord sowed into you the gift of speaking, of communicating, of, and I don't even think it's that. To be honest with you, I think it's the gift of transferring of energy, mm -hmm. transferring of spirit, mm -hmm. of information to people. You're gifted at that. But you got great at it by refining that gift. When did you know, hey, this is something different about me. I can really speak here. This is something yeah. unique. Freshman year in college, don't laugh. 
Okay. All right. Freshman year in college, uh, me and my boys start like this, like Christian, like organization. So every Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday, we'd speak. Now they didn't let me speak initially. Okay. Uh, because I was a high school dropout, rough around the edges, like I wasn't really polished, right? Mm. And so, but here's a good thing is, you know, you stay humble. It's a gift. So we did it every Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday. So at some point, the guys couldn't make the appointment. So, so I was like always the host of the show. So when they didn't show up, yes. they like, well, we're bringing so-and-so to speak. I'm like, no, nah, no, you're not. I'm, I'm hosting. So this is my shot right Sometimes here. The best ability is availability, availability. right? Irv wasn't there. Trey wasn't there. I'm like, finally, three, four months into it, I'm like, I, I'm no, I'm in because they're not there. So I'm in. Like, don't put me in. I'm in. You know, and, I, and my first message was, pimping ain't easy, but somebody's got to do it. That was my first message. The church meeting. Yeah, the church meeting. Pimping ain't easy, but somebody's got to do it. That's why I said don't laugh. But, but this is how I knew I had something because people were like, yo, nobody's ever. And so I talked about how the devil's trying to pimp us. Okay. <laughs> and, 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 you know, and I just took that whole angle. And then my second message just blew up was how many licks does it take to get to the center of a sucker? <laughs> you know, and so everybody was just like, yo, bro, this is different. Like, this is not a normal yeah. preacher. It's not a normal delivery. The energy is kind of different. So while adults weren't really fooling with me, a lot of guys who were like, yo, we don't even do that church stuff. Yes. Like, we don't do that kind of stuff. We're not into that. And what was unique about, and I'm glad you asked, nobody's ever asked me this. Mm. What was unique is that we did it at the bell tower, which was in the center of the campus. So you had to pass it to go anywhere. So it was cast like, yo, I wasn't coming to no spiritual event, but I would hear that loud mm. voice and that passion. Seriously? And I heard, pimping, pimping, <laughs> pimping. Are you talking about yeah. pimping at church? <laughs> you know, so they would just walk over like, Yo, what is he talking about? Pimping ain't easy. And, and it was at that point when I saw non-church, regular people, yes. jeans, T-shirts coming by. Yeah. And when I would speak, stop. I was like, yo, E, you got, you got something. Yeah, yeah, you got something. You, got you, something. you knew it then. Yeah. And it's uh, ever since then you've been using that. I've been working. Yeah, yeah I, feel working. Like, I feel like all people ask me all the time like about speaking, too. I want you to talk about this for a minute. I think great communicators move energy somehow, right? They can be, but you can't. When I listen to you speak, even right now, like you can't give me that which you're not experiencing yourself, Absolutely. right? So people ask me all the time, if I have you on the show, and I want to at least ask you this one thing, because we would want to know this. Someone said, hey, I want to communicate. I want to speak better. Not like you, I, you know, you are you. What would you tell them about communicating? Even if it's just like one-on-one -on -one or in a group of people, yeah. what's the key thing for you when you communicate with people? You can't, you can't communicate with a person when you don't know them, hmm. you know? Hmm. And I think what people do wrong when they speak is they want to come and give you what they want. Like they studied something, their life experience, they just want to come and give you that. Mm. You know, and I don't know about you, but some of the best restaurants have been where I've been able to go and order. Mm. Like, I, you know, when my money changed a little bit, yeah. I was able to start going to restaurants and say like, yo, I don't want that. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. this is what I want. Well, the jasmine rice comes with the, I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't want jasmine rice. <laughs> like this, I, I, this is what I want, you know? And, and so for me, it's like, when you get around people, when you spend enough time with people, yeah to see what people want, and then you give them what they need, yeah. to me, that's what it's all about, you know? So it's yes. like, we gotta get out of this, this is what I wanna talk about, or this is what I wanna say, or mm -hmm. this is how I wanna, it's like, no, my idols, Mother Teresa. Like, I used just to watch her movement, right? And she was the lowest of the 
pecking order, when you talk about preaching, she wasn't an archbishop, she wasn't a pope, she was a nun. Right. But yet you know who she is. And I would watch her and she would see, okay, here are the needs of the people. Mm -hmm. When I watched Martin Luther King, this dude could have easily been like a millionaire living in a, he moved and with the people and said, hey, I'm gonna give up my life and what I wanna do to help. So for me, it's like, you can't affect a person if you don't know what they want. So you gotta spend enough time with people, mm -hmm. just chilling with people, hanging out with people. That's why I was geek, it's like, it's not a studio. I'm like, right. yo, we're Ed's crib. It's right. gonna be phenomenal right, right, just right. because the ethos, like we, we're in your house. Right, right, this is where right. you live. Like yeah. it's, a, it's energy already in the, in the space, you know, and spirits, yeah. you know, already in the place. So for me, it's like, you gotta get to know the people, yeah. spend time with the people. And then once you find out what they need, you like a cow, you chew it up, chew it up, chew it up, chew it up. Mm -hmm. You study it, you study it, and then when you get to them, you give them what they need. And of course they're gonna be excited, it's because what they need. I love that. Yeah. So speaking of getting to know people, tell me about you. What's your day like now? What's a day in the life? What's your world like now? Yeah. What's well, not Everyone fair? To know that about yeah, you. Yeah, so I should probably tell them about 10 years ago. It's not fair now. Hey, we yeah. know, but people know. Like you yeah, talk yeah. about, look, I was homeless. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know. I'll say, well, my life now, if you look at it, it's like, it's not fair, Didi retired back in March okay. of last year. Okay. And so now our day is just our day, man. You know, our day free. is just, our, man, I'm free, man. Mm -hmm. It's a great feeling. I do want to say this to those of you who are watching who are not yet where you want to be, like, keep going. Like, keep going. Don't quit. Mm -hmm. You're already in pain. You're already struggling. Like, get something for your pain. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make sense to go through pain and then not get nothing on the other side of it. So since you're already struggling, you're already going through it, get on the other side. So what does my day look like? Wow. Like, yo, D and I got up at 3 o'clock. You know, she called a prayer line. You know, I have my own little prayer line I call. Uh, we breakfast, or so a little small little breakfast, just sitting there talking to each other. We're having worship with each other, just like talking about the goodness. Like, we can't believe we're here. You know what I'm saying? We went from Detroit to, you know, the world. Um, you know, we're going to the movies later on in the day, going out to eat driving around, so it's not fair to talk about my day now. You know, but my day now is, I promised her when we were younger, cause she worked first and supported my dream. Yeah. And I told her one day, we gonna flip it, you know, and I'm, I'm, you gonna stop working and I'm, I'm gonna spoil you and take care of you. So I'm like at a point in my life now where I'm getting to make good on my promise, you know, yeah. and we're debt free right now, man, and awesome. just, just traveling the world, man. Owe yeah, no owe no man nothing. And we're able to yeah. help kids go to college. We got a church we're building right now. My son just graduated. My daughter's a sophomore. So we're just enjoying yeah. each other, you know, and uh, it's, it's a great feeling, but man. It's face change. Yeah, no I love seeing somebody yeah. being their authentic self, like yeah. living their real destiny. Absolutely. Like, it's one, people, you know, your faith makes you happy, right? Material things don't really make you happy. One of the things that really, I find happy people is they're kind of living their life on their destiny. Absolutely. They're on the track. Yeah. The other thing too that makes us happy in life is like the Lord gave you certain gifts, whether it's your discernment, your brain, your articulation, how you nurture people. You know, these, these gifts were all uniquely given. Happy people spend a lot of their life using those gifts. The reason you're so happy is you're in a state of using your giftedness. If you're good at math, use those gifts, right? If you're you're a great athlete, use those gifts, yeah. right? A great thinker, great person of faith, like use your giftedness, yeah. it'll make you happy. It was sewn into you yeah. for a reason. Yeah, yeah to open up rooms for you, yeah. yeah. I love this yeah. thing you talk about though, so we're both free now, yeah. but you talk a lot about how important routine is to getting you to freedom, yeah. right? And so yeah. speak to routine a little bit, because I, I we both agree about this. You say it in a more powerful way than I do, but for someone listening to this, talk about routine, because if you want, everyone wants to be free. Yeah. One of the challenges, they act free before they are yeah. you know what I mean like you, you there's a certain amount of disciplines and routine and habits and rituals you got to have that could get you free at one yeah. point
point. Talk about that for a second. Yeah, well, I'm going to say honestly, man, you know, I, I came to the realization one day, and again, love my biological father, you know, much respect, much respect for the person that raised me. Um, but I realized at some point when I looked at my family's history, I was like, some things I don't want. There's some things I want, but there's some things I don't want. And then I, I remember having to say one day to myself, like, yo, you are your father's child. Like, yo, even though you didn't, he didn't raise you, even though in the beginning you guys had, you know, whatever little stuff y'all need to get through, E, don't lie. You are lazy at times. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, E, you are super social and you'd rather talk than work. You know what I'm saying? I just had to grow up one day and just be real with myself mm -hmm. and just say, E, the only way you're going to be successful is you got to discipline yourself. Yeah. You know, when you, look at, uh, when you look at a horse, I'm talking about a thoroughbred, it still needs that, what is that thing called that they put on it? It, it, it still yeah. need, he needs that without, you know, yeah. you can't, you, you got to control him. You know, he got a lot of juice, got a lot of energy. He can go for it, but you, you got you to gotta hone that. Yeah. And so I realized, like, yo, E, you sleep in, you play video game, don't lie to yourself. Yeah. You, you are powerful, yeah. but you have some vices. Yes. And you have some vices that take you down a crazy road. Like, you are your father, you are your grandfather, you are your mother, you are your grandmother, like it's real. Mm -hmm. And so I started saying, okay, E, you gotta discipline yourself. And this is for me, this ain't for everybody. I started getting up at three o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. It was like, yo, you're gonna have to get up a little bit earlier because you didn't finish school. Mm -hmm. You didn't take care of your business. So you can't get up the same time another man who gets up, who handle his business. So you need to get up at three. If you're gonna catch the greats, you gotta get up at three. You gotta go to bed earlier. This is why I said, I never drank or smoked because the men in my life who did it were extremists. Had an uncle who died, cirrhosis of the liver. You know, I had other uncles who drank, and, and my father, bless his heart, but he was strung out on drugs for about 14 years. And I was just like, yo, E, you can see that they don't know how to do it casually. Like, they ain't social drinkers. Like, they ain't social on something. They taking it to a whole other level. And so for me, it was like, E, you got to discipline yourself. You're not going to die if you never know what alcohol tastes like. But if you taste it, you might have the same experience they had. So you just got to discipline yourself. You know, I do vegan most of the time. You know what I'm saying? And I tell people all the time, I love fried chicken. I love macaroni and cheese. I love a lot of desserts. But in my family, is diabetes. So it's like, yo, e, if you do what they do, then you're going to get the results they got. So you, yeah, chicken is good. And macaroni and cheese, the way my grandma make it is great. And yes, the pound cake is phenomenal. But if you want to be with Didi for the next 30, 40 years, and you want to be able to walk, you know what I'm saying? You don't want to be on the cruise. I was just on the cruise, and they, a couple of people, you know, was on the motor scooter. You know what I'm saying? People with the canes and the walkers. And I'm not mad at them. But I'm mean. like, I don't want that. I want to be able to walk at 60, yes. at 70. I want to be independent at 80 if I can be. So I'm going to have to make some sacrifices now for the long run. I would drink pop every day if I could. Is, that, but is everybody hearing this, though? Like, yeah. I mean, listen, all of us the want to win like you already said like i gotta get up at three o'clock if i'm gonna catch the greats because i started with some deficiency Absolutely. successful people are very self-aware yep. like they don't bs themselves yep. right like i have laziness too Absolutely. i love laying around yep. i love yep. sleep yeah, I, right I, I, no but before i wouldn't have got to sleep yeah. here if yeah, i no. if i was just me yeah. i had to get these rituals and yep. habits and disciplines and people think sometimes they listen to me and they were so intense like these two dudes are freaks yeah. I'm not a freak, no, no. I, I don't, but you know why they say that? Because it makes it easier it for them to say, I, I can't do it if that, they freaks, then I can't do it. That's their out. Yeah. You're exactly right. And I'm not going to give you that out. Neither yeah. are you. Like, I'm lazy. I got to get up early. I got to get up because if I don't get up by like, I get up at 435, but if I don't get up by then, yeah. I will be in bed at 8 o'clock. I have to get up. I have to move my body. So I'm with you 100%. If I said to you obsession, what's that mean to you? 
Uh, it means wanting to succeed as bad as I want to breathe. You know what I'm saying? It's like whatever it is I say I want, I want it like air. You know, and air is one of those things that, you know, because people always say, well, why you say, why you say air? Like, why do you say, because you go without that for a few seconds, my friend, it's a wrap. It's done. So there are people who want stuff, but you kind of want it. Or you want it bad, but you don't want it as bad as you want to breathe. So to me, obsession is wanting something so bad that, you know, I go to bed with, I wake up to it. I make whatever sacrifice. I grind. Like, it's like I can't live without it. Yeah. And so there are people who fantasize, romanticize about stuff, but like they're not obsessed with it. And when you're obsessed with it, yep, Didi's not working now because I was obsessed with, I got her, I got her. She had to end up getting a chronic illness. I'm like, yo, this is not going to define us. Didi had MS. But you can't tell because we changed the diet. She's not working. We're living, you know, in peace. So I said to myself, like, yo, I can't. And, and look, my wife tells me, you talk too much. But I just say this, there are people who also had MS, but their spouses didn't put them in a position to retire. Yes. And so they're not doing as well because they still got to get up and do 40, 50 hours. So for me, I was obsessed with, no, you're not going to go to work for somebody that's going to stress you out. And the only thing we know about your disease is that stress we know that it's stress related. So we're going to get all the stress. I tell my kid, don't call your mama with that. You got a problem, you call me. So I'm obsessed with making sure Didi's healthy. I'm, so when they say uh, fried chicken or uh, the salmon, I'm like, I don't really like salmon like that, but salmon. Or the vegan burger. All right, give me the vegan burger. Wow. You know, that's not what I want to eat, yeah. but I'm obsessed with Didi's health. I'm obsessed with our marriage. I'm obsessed with the love. I'm obsessed with her. So I'll do whatever it, I'll do whatever it takes. That's what obsession means to me. Mm. Not saying it or dreaming it or offend, but I'll do whatever it takes mm. to make that dream become a reality. Like I just like I told you what this is gonna be. I told you guys, right? So so the thing I hope is it. This is it. This is it. Okay. This is on and multiples of it. So your obsession becomes your possession for yeah. sure, right? And mm. one of the things that I, I see in you, obviously I see this intensity level, but like that's the other thing people are going to say, well, they're just super intense. That's why they want. Well, that is part of it, right? Like, I think you can will some stuff to happen in your life. But you give, like, practical stuff if people are listening, right? And so one of the things you and I are both freaks about, but I want you to teach this just for a second, is write stuff down, yes. right? Like, it's one thing to just say something, but you forget stuff, yeah. right? And part of being obsessed has to do with writing yeah. stuff down. Yeah. Speak to that for a second. Yeah, let me tell you something, man. I don't know what happens, you know, but when I dream something, it's got a little juice to it. It yeah. does. Yeah. Like, like it's got a level of energy to it. So let's just say on a scale of one to ten, ten being the highest. When I'm dreaming, I'm like seven. You know, I'm at a seven. If I wake up sometimes, I might forget it. You know what I'm saying? I'm, 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 I'm talking to my homie. It's got an eight, eight and a half. But when I write it down, it's like I'm making a. It's like I'm making a commitment to myself now. Yeah. It's the weirdest thing. When I start writing, it's like. Up the, the, the next level ET comes out and looks at this ET and say, yo, bro, this is it. We writing it down now. Like, it's a commitment. Like, it's sealed. When you was talking before, it wasn't no need for me to come out. But now that you wrote it down, like, you are making a promise to ET, like the powerful ET. You know, that, yes. you know that, so then what I, this is the new thing I started doing last year. I take a picture of what I wrote down and send it to my accountability partner. Love it. So now my accountability partner is like, yo, E, I know you wrote it down. I know you're pretty strong, but where are you today with it? Mm -hmm. So so one of my accountability partners hit me yesterday was like, yo, E, you did exactly what you said, exactly how you said it, but you did it in the afternoon. You told me you was going to do it in the morning. 
And I'm like, yo, I got it done. And like, you did a great job, but yeah. you told me you was going to do it in the morning. You did it in the afternoon. So, so I'm going to give you a 9.2 because <laughs> right. you did it, but you, you, when you wrote it down and sent it to me, you said the morning. Yeah. So to me, that's that next level yes. of practicality yeah. is not only writing it down, boom, taking a picture of it, and then sending it to the people that you love the I most. I love this because, you know what blows my mind is that, and I, I, I say this with love to people too, but like, People don't do this even after we say it. It's like, hey, listen, do these things. These things actually matter. They're not incidental. We're not telling you these things but out of our own health. We're telling you because this is what builds wealth, right? And so one thing I've noticed about you just as you're talking, so I just want to make mention of this to you because it made me think of something I've heard you say before. So good. You have big-ass reasons for everything you do. Absolutely. Like, and this one Absolutely. person keeps running theme through everything. Absolutely. Didi keeps running through this, right? Like, but you have these big reasons. To me, you write stuff down, you get obsessed, but what drives you through, your habits, all that stuff, but then you gotta have some big old reasons, and like what you said, oxygen, you gotta want it like air, right? But I love this analogy you have, I've never heard before. Some people have heard it, but I want you to speak to this, because big old reasons, you know about the difference between a gazelle and a lion, and it's their reasons, their purpose, right? Speak to that for a second. And the reason why I'm so big on that is because as I've been you know, speaking for over 20 years, I study people. And I'm like, yo, my man graduated magnum cum laude, summa cum laude. Why is he broke? Right. I'm just like, it's, I was confused. I'm thinking if I was that smart, right. it would seem like I would just own half the world. Exactly. But what I realized is it doesn't make a difference if you're smart, born in a wealthy family, born broke. I realized what makes people different is the energy level that they have. And the energy level is because of what's driving them. Mm -hmm. You feel me? So if you got a, a Ford Focus, that's a baby engine. That's, it's just a, it's nothing wrong with a Ford, but it's just a baby engine. Right. And when I was coming around here, I could tell it, it's not going to make it, you know, in all these neighborhoods right here. You know what I'm saying? But when you, you look at an F-150, mm. that engine is, mm. it can pull a lot. It, you can put bricks in there. You can construction. You can, if you, a, a snowboard, whatever you want to do, you can put a vehicle on that sucker and drive it because of the engine. Yeah. And so what I try to explain to people is like, yo, you got to understand that if you got these big old dreams with these little small engines, you got these big old dreams with double A batteries, bruh. Big old engine, I mean, big old dreams with a D battery. You can't power nothing with that. So when I say DD, that's like, up. Uh, that's a big end. That's V12. That's like going to give me all. So you got 87 octane, you know, you got 89, you got 93. It's all, it's all gas, but it's different. And so when I say a gazelle, like a gazelle is only driven by I don't want to get caught. You know what I'm saying? I just don't want to get caught. So, so, so when you're running because you don't want to get caught versus you chasing because you got to feed your fan, you got cubs, it's just a difference. So after running for so long, first of all, I didn't even have no plans on running. So that's number one. Like, I didn't have no plans on running. So now you got me running when I didn't have no plans on running. So guess what? After so long of running and you still behind me, I'm about to give up because I didn't have no plans on running. So now it's like I'm running, 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 I'm looking at you and you're still behind me, and I'm just like, you know what? Since I'm not running toward nothing anyway, I just get weak and give up. But if I'm running toward you and saying, my wife gotta eat, my son gotta eat, my daughter gotta eat, and they not gonna make it if I don't come back with something, 
then I'm not going to stop until I get that thing. So that's why I'm saying, like, yo, what's pushing you? What's driving you? And if the right stuff ain't dry, look, you can't come back to Didi and say, Yo, D, I'm sorry, I ain't catch nothing today. You can't say that to Didi. Yeah. Didi don't want to hear it. Didi like, all right, go back out again, then. Don't come back until you get it. And because I want to be with her, I'm like, Gazelle, it's just a matter of, yeah, it's you going like look, look, I don't even have to be strong. Right. I'm just gonna keep running and you gonna stop sooner or later. Oh, and at? I'm not gonna stop. Yes. And I'm gonna eat you, take you back to the crib. I'm we going such a yeah. huge thing because people go, well, never quit. You just explain yeah. why you never quit, right? Like, because yeah. I ever heard someone say, the I'm in the hunt. That's yeah. the definition of being in the hunt. Yeah. And people people struggle sometimes. I mean, I just love you. Right. So, Likewise. I'm feeling this. I'm feeling this. One people say to me all the time, well, I don't know what my reason is. I'm going to give you a little secret. He's giving it to you. Almost always your, uh, your reason is other people. Yeah. Almost always your reason is faith yeah. or other people. Yeah. Those are always the biggies. It's not stuff, yeah. right? It's not stuff. By the way, stuff's great. It is you, should, great. you should get stuff. You should get stuff. If there's stuff, get yeah, some. Get stuff. Yeah, right? Get stuff. Yeah. I've been happy poor and I've been happy Absolutely. rich. Happy rich is way better yeah. than happy I poor. Think so. I promise yeah, you. I promise way, you. Way better. Yeah, and you know what, guys? This is so big because, you know, Didi and I, man, we love our home. Yeah. We bought our home before I blew up. And uh, this is why you need to be hanging with Ed, right? This is why you need to be hanging with Ed. Thank you. Because Didi and I were just talking. was like, yo, we love our home. We love our whatever. You know what I'm saying? Great church family. Mm -hmm. We love everybody. Michigan, you know, whatever. Just want to get out when it's cold. Yeah. But then I came here today. Yeah. I came here. To, and listen to me. Y'all got to understand something. This is not the first time I've been in a house. Like, you got to understand. It's not my first time. Like, yo, I walked through this, mm -hmm. and it wasn't a museum. Like, I've been to houses before. It's like, oh, this is a museum. I'm good on that. Yeah, right. I'm saying, like, I'm free. I'm good on that. I'm like, I'm, I'm good on showing people how much money I got. I'm good on that. Yeah. When I walked in here, and especially when I was like, yo, this is like, yo, I could do this, Ed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, and I, maybe I can't. I don't know yet. You know what I'm saying? We'll talk later. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But no, for real, I'm just sitting here like, yo, bro. So this is why this is important. And this is probably why I don't do podcasts a lot, because I'm not really interested in just, you know, being on somebody's show, yeah. but I feel like you said, like, there's a reason why I'm here today, and I'm about to go, to like, yo, I'm about to go to another level myself. You, are, you right. understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm about to leave and say, like, yo, E, like, yeah, yeah you, you doing this, you doing that, you doing that, but like, E, like, it's enough for you and Didi, y'all got to chase something together now. Because yes. before, you was chasing for D. Yep. Now that D retired, now you and D need to link up, and they need to see, yeah, thanks, man. I just tell yep. you something, honest to God, I'm not kidding you. Yep. I prayed about us meeting today. I'm not kidding you. Yeah. Now, man, this makes me almost yeah. emotional. Yeah. I literally prayed that you would tell me today that something happened today where you wanted to go to a new level yeah. and you got cleared out. I swear no to you on yeah. anything important no to me. That was my hope for today. That was Your my prayer was answered. That's so amazing. And I'm telling you, we don't do this. I was speaking yeah. Yeah. in Irvine. Yes. And, and I called and I said, Didi, you cool? Because it's her time now. Right. I'm like, right. you cool with it? She's like, yeah, let's roll. So and I'm coming. Like, Norman should be like, Drop me off at the right. uh, coastal mall <laughs> and let me walk around and I catch up with y'all when yeah. I catch up. Yeah. And then you even saw it. She was in the car. Yeah. She's like, I'm good. I, you go in, do your thing. I'll meet so you when you come back out. She came in and then God just wanted us to see that. Awesome. Yeah. It, we need, I've been not together. They're going to see us now. We're chasing them together and, now. And the reason is because once you pick that next thing, you'll yeah. go get it. And the, the reason is, is that you're what I would call like a dominator. Mm -hmm. Like, I think you know how to do, you can dominate a room. Yeah. You dominate anything you want, right? But so, Didi. But Didi, that's for, that, that, I can already tell you for a fact that's okay. never that's going to happen. Okay. Okay. Like, you know about energy? Yeah, yeah. Forget it. Yeah. I'm already telling you right now. I can tell. 100%. But. 
talk to these, we don't have that much time. Like this is literally flying by, isn't it, right? So like, but talk to them a little bit about like, so there's the group that wants to get their dreams going, right? You're giving them great advice. Then there's the group here's like, hey, I have some stuff going, yeah. right? And I want to go to that 1%. Yeah. I want to get there. I want to, I think people sometimes give themselves a break. Like, I just want to win. Why don't you just want to dominate? Just take over, right? So talk about that a little bit, like yeah. the power of just dominating. Yeah, so, so for those of you who can't, get to that level, one of the things I think is the bigger problem is that you have, began, you have begun to compare yourself to the people that's around you. And like you killing your brother. I mean, you killing your right. brother, whatever your little expectations were. Right. Yeah, I mean, you dominate your little sister. Right. You know, the people that you went to high school with, the people in your neighborhood, yeah. you killing them. And so what happens is subconsciously you don't get it. But because you're better than everybody that you're around, there's something in you that's like, yo, chill out. You, you, you don't, you're that one. You don't need to. So even though you're saying you want to go to that next level, everything around you is saying you made it. You've arrived. That's why you got to come to the Ed show. That's why you got to come to a place that you haven't been before to go, yo, it's more. It's more. And you start getting around people that you not, you not. And, and we're not going to use the term better because we're all strong in our certain areas, right? But you do get around certain people and you see like, oh, I could turn it up. Right. And not only turn it up, you know, the, the cool thing about this show before we started, people don't, you know, they don't know what we talked about. But you said to me like, yo, E, how can I help? Like, where do you need to go to the next level, right? I'm just being honest. You know, Les gave me a figure. Mm -hmm. Like, Les, like, you need to charge this. Yeah. So I spent a couple years like, oh, Les, if that's what you getting, if that's what the big boys get, yeah. let's go for it. Yeah. And I got there. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm making that. So I command this at a gig. I probably do about three or four gigs now. I got to whatever. But as I was talking to you and you were talking about, all right, well, I'm going to do this event, 50,000 people here. I'm going to do this. And then E, we do this and we do that. I was like, yo, E, maybe you did need to do the four and take off for a year. You and DD get close. But now... It might be time, E, to set another goal, because I've reached, like I said, me and Didi were 16. Yes. So you can only imagine this, the goals that we set at 16. Yes. I mean, they were okay, but they weren't like what we can set now. Yes. And so I'm thinking, me and Didi need to have a sit down and say, you, you know what, you're right, we did do everything we said we was gonna do, but is there more yes. to do? And when I say more, I'm not talking about the Nobel Prize. I already said that. Yeah. I, I'm not talking about saving kids. I do that every day. Yeah. That's not what I'm talking about. Yes. I'm talking about me and you yeah. setting goals for us yeah. where we can relax and we can go to the next level. You, you know what I'm saying? I do. Yeah. And by the way, it's reciprocal because, yeah. like, you do this for me. And I'm going to tell you, first watching you did it, but now knowing you is totally different because I pride myself on trying to get better at being able to serve people, about being able to help them, yeah. being able to communicate my message, yeah. bringing energy. Yeah. Now I'm in your presence, yeah. and I go, hold on a minute. There's a whole other level of being able to bring energy to people, bring value, be able to communicate. And it's not that I'm comparing myself to you. I'm going, wait a minute, that's another level absolutely. right there, right? Like, this is something yeah, I need absolutely. to get. And the other piece of it, I think, is, is like I try to help people privately, too. One, the main reason I invited ET on the show was some mutual friends of ours have told me about all the work you do with people when there's no cameras around. When you go travel into a city and you just show up at a school and speak to children, there's no camera, you're not being paid, you just want to help people because it's who you really, really are. So I just want to acknowledge that just so you all know about this man and his wife, this is a good man, right? This man does a whole bunch of stuff you will never know about that's good for other people. And so you're helping me do that too. I just want you to know that. Yeah, like, yeah, and let me put some flesh on it because, yeah. you know, people are like, no, they're not used to hearing me say stuff. But I, as I sat, as I, well, before we started, I said to myself, the energy that I have and going to these schools and what I'm able to do from 
30 degrees in Michigan. You understand? From snow and hail. Yeah. from only sun about four months out of the year. Mm -hmm. So I need you to understand what I'm saying. I'm saying as I look here, yes. I'm like, yo, E, yeah. if you were walking and talking with the Lord at 3 o'clock in the morning here, right. Trust me. Now I need them to understand what I'm saying because I don't want them to think, you know, like I want them to get what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm walking at 3 o'clock in the morning in like concrete. Yes. If I was walking and talking with the Lord here, mm -hmm. at, this is where Jesus was doing this is where he was walking. He wasn't in concrete. Yeah. This is where he was at, and he was water on a regular basis. Yes. If, if I was meditating here, if, if I was, Didi and I were drinking our, 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 our smoothies and water here, and then I go there, they're, they're about to get a whole different energy. So, that, so, so for real, like what I'm seeing, I'm not on like, what it just stuff. I'm like, yo, this environment, if this is the environment that I was in, or just set myself up, and then I went to schools from this, yes. it's a whole nother. So I just want to make sure they're clear on, yeah. I do too, because yeah. you and I both share that message yeah. too. It's like, neither one of us are, I mean, honestly, I already know from knowing you, neither one's like, hey, I'd like a nicer this. Yeah. Like, yeah. but if it makes me better, yes. if it puts me in a better state, yes. if I've got more, I don't want you to call it evidence, because yeah. I will tell you that like, I mean, I, I mean this really sincerely too. Like, I think that people that, all of us that are people of faith, and we both share that kind of as a group of people, I think it's important that everybody knows this. Like, listen, my opinion is that the Lord wants your children in safe schools too. Yes. The Lord would love your family to be able to afford a great education and to be in a secure place and for you to be able to be a, a better tither in your church and to make a difference where you are and to spread the good things in the world that you want to spread. And so there's nothing wrong with you being able to monetize that yeah. stuff. And, yeah. and I, I, there's a line that we all need to be careful of in our life where it's stuff and not stuff. You're not anywhere near that line. I just want them to all know that. I'm not anywhere near that line either. And so, but it is, it is good to want to have increase in your life. The Lord wants increase in your life for you. He wants to bless you. He wants your family to be more successful. So just out of curiosity, first off, because I'm such a big believer of yours, I want my folks here to know where to find you and to get help from you. One, you are absolutely out of your mind if you bring a speaker in that's not this guy. I can tell you that straight up. You wanna move people, you wanna change their state. Look at me right now, right? I sit here with a lot of people, right? Trust me, this man will change your state. So how do they find you for your programs, for speaking, for social media, all that kind of stuff? I just say every etinspires.com is all access, you know, cause I don't really keep up with all the, um, the, the top, so many handles. Yeah. But etinspires.com, that's pretty much where you can go to book me, to get all the free videos, go through our programs, whatever. Okay, yeah. so Mike, you can put that at the bottom of the screen here, right? So we're gonna put that on the screen when they watch this thing. Let me ask you this last. What do you wanna do the next five or 10 years of your life? I know it's not have more stuff, for sure, but like what are some of the things, like you said, hey, you're, 30, you're 47, we're the same age, I'll be 47 next month. So. When I find you at 60, let's say, I give you a decade plus a couple, what do you want to have accomplished? What are some of the things you'd like to have done in your life? So, so he, when I look at some of the people that I look up to, yes. what they did not do that I felt Jesus as a leader did, they didn't duplicate themselves. You know, and I, and I, I, I made it out of some, you know, challenging circumstances. Yes. But what I want to be able to do is teach other people how to really do that. You know, so over the next couple of years, I've just started the Breathe University and I legitimately want to help entrepreneurs who don't really have a network, you know, who don't know anybody, Their parents, you know, for whatever reason, didn't make some decisions or couldn't and they couldn't set them up for that. Like I want to disciple, you know, I just want to really help, you know, hundreds of people literally become great at 
whatever. I want to help fathers. Like, yo, you could do this. You can travel the world and be a good father and be a good husband. Like, don't believe the hype. You, you can balance. Like, it's possible. You know, I, I want to teach them, you know, how to build stuff. Like, for me, it's schools because that's where I fail. And I end up getting a PhD and I know how important not school like not degrees but you meet people there your your mind can change there you can do it from anywhere yes but but a lot of kids like that is the only gateway they don't have other opportunities you know so my for, so the next few years man i just want to help i just want to help people like the people who helped me yeah and 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 here, here and, and 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 i want to say this the people who helped me helped me and it was no strings attached you know yeah. they helped me and it wasn't et sign here when you blow up it was just pay it forward, kid, yeah. you know, and, and I find that there are a lot of people who are helping people, but there's so many strings attached. And I'm not saying it shouldn't be mutualism. Right. Uh, definitely should be mutual. Uh, no society can survive without mutualism. But this whole if I do something for you, you know, you owe me your life. You know, those people that do something for you, you can never like you're going to owe them to the day you die. Yeah. I don't I just want to be the person that helps a kid. And he's like, why'd you do? Matter of fact, it was crazy. It's a small. We paid for a kid at Chipotle and I went the wrong way. I tried to go one way and I didn't realize you couldn't get out that way. And so I had to pass him and he grabbed me. And like I bought him a car or something. He was like, why'd you do that? I said, what do you mean? He was like, why'd you do that? Why'd you buy my food? I'm like, bro, it's food. It's an $8 burrito. Yeah. He was like, no, 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 no. Give me your name and number, please. I want to pay it forward. But I feel like we live in a world where so many people are so selfish and America's about it, we got here, it's about giving. It's, it's not about just taking, right? And so I want to do so much for people that it's not strange when somebody pays for your meal or somebody puts you through college. Like, it's not strange. It's like, yo, this, these people are blessed. Like you said, they have increased yeah. and they, they want to pay it forward. So that's what I want to do. And you know, you got the Vince Lombardi trophy for football. You got the NBA finals. I want the Nobel prize, not because I want the prize. That's a big damn yeah, goal. That, but I want it because it represents you had to do a lot of good in the world yeah. to go to Norway. I actually feel the truth in that yeah. when you say it. No question. I believe it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you know, know what I'm saying? Like people are like, E, you said no but no 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 bro, I'm serious. Like yeah. I, I did my homework. Yeah. If you're going to reach thousands and thousands and thousands of people and you do good to them, this is what Mother Teresa, this is what Gandhi got, this is what Martin Luther King, this is what they got, this is what Desmond Tutu, this is what Nelson Mandela, like these, this is what they got. And so I'm not gonna play basketball, I'm not gonna ever win in football, I'm not gonna get in the Stanley Cup, you know what I'm saying? But for me, when my grandbabies come to my house, hopefully I'm alive, and they look on the wall and say, Wow, we got a Nobel Prize in our family, oh you know? If I could ever help you in any way with that, we'll I'm here to help like you. I'd love yeah, yeah. to. I got to tell you, it always comes back to family with you. And you and Dee Dee both are just these wonderful, big, beautiful spirits. Like, I could just feel that from you. One thing I just want to say about you, for everybody that's listening to this too, I try to put people like E.T. in front of you. There's just not a lot of them in the world, right? You're, you're, there's, it's a big word, but he's congruent. There's congruency. In other words, he walks the walk, to put it simply, right? And I want to follow people who have already been on the journey. There's a lot of people in this space of like advice or let me tell you what to do that have never done any of these things, right? And you've walked out of that, charged out of that situation you were in. So there's there's a track record of doing these things. And when you meet someone like that, they go, let me tell you how I did this. Let me tell you what I learned. And they do it from like a humble space. Like, here's the mistakes I made. Let me save you some time and some pain, right? You're congruent. Like, there's a power to that. That's why your energy is so bananas crazy, because it's real energy. It's not fake energy because of your experience, right? So I just want to acknowledge that. Like, honestly, I, 
you exceeded my expectations. I knew this would be good. But I don't know it would be this good. And I never met an interviewer. Yeah. Lewis House, don't get mad. That's my dude. But this is, you know what I'm saying? Like, this energy is like, I'm like, you know, most of the people I'm talking to, I got to, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, relax, E, you know, but you give me a chance. Ah! Yeah. We're going we're gonna to do some things together. So I know you love this today, right? So do me a favor. First off, thank you so much, brother. Like, really. I'll give you a hug. Give you a hug. enjoyed this so much. Seriously. All right, everybody, listen. I bring you unbelievable people like this man here, and I know how you're feeling after you've seen this. There's not another man like this. So just do me a favor. All this is free. We're just here to serve you, make a difference. If you get a chance, if you're on iTunes, leave a review. If you're on YouTube, make a comment and subscribe. And continue to follow both of us out there. We'll both bring some great value to you. God bless you, and max out, everybody. This is The Ed Milet Show. Ed Milet is the premier inspirational speaker, life coach, and peak performance expert in the United States today.